happy Easter. Happy Easter. We're actually recording this on Easter Sunday. I know. And sober doll, which wouldn't be like us. I know doll, that's true. That is true. I'm a, I'm a sober queen now though. I'm on my sober Very journey. True. I um, told someone yesterday you didn't drink anymore and they were like, that what? <laughs> they were like, that's her whole personality, what is she going to do uh-huh, now? That is her thing. I know. Yeah. Bizarre. Are you missing it? Like you went out for dinner today, so did you miss it with your dinner? No. I do like a wee non-alcoholic beer. Although, do you know they do have like 0.5% in them, so they're not fully non-alcoholic. I didn't know that. Yeah, they've got like a wee bit, like your no-seco and stuff's just like um, like fizzy fruit juice, I think. It just tastes like, do you ever remember that Ami that you used to get? It was like not Schlur, but it was like, it was like Schlur, but it was called like Ami. Oh my god, you stuff. I mean, though, that's the problem. I've been getting encouraged this for a young age. Like, we were getting that from when we were about 10, kidding when we were drinking wine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to find a picture of it. I mean, actually, what am I talking about? Anyone that's listened to the Mother Day story knows I've been getting plowed alcohol since I was about five. I know. <laughs> um, I don't remember. I mean, do you know what? Was baby sham alcoholic? Yeah, I think it was, though. Not sure. I remember my grand drinking baby sham. Do you know what I remember when I was in about P four or five, we had to do like a competition design a, a soft drink, like a can, like an artsy <laughs> thing. I was obviously thought I was so artsy. Mm-hmm. I legit, this is a kind of narcissistic personality I've got. I legit thought I'd came up with the name Bucks Fizz. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. I made this whole can of that. Bucks fizz. And I was like, I can't believe no one's thought of that before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and did you have to present it or something? I can't remember. I certainly wouldn't have been winning points for originality anyway. No, so, very true, yeah. Tom. Very Although true. once, my wee cousin Emma, so funny, when she was maybe in like, oh, I, I think she was honestly in like P1 doll, and I was mm-hmm. in like, say like, well, what am I, nine years older than her, so... I'd been 14, so I'd been like second year of school. Mm-hmm. She had to enter a drawing competition, but the whole school entered a drawing competition. Whoa. I drew the picture for her and she won. <laughs> Mind <laughs> Veronica was mortified. Mortified. I actually can't remember if they ended up telling them or not. I think she did end up having well, to be like, because I mean, they must have been like, this, she's like a prodigy. Been able uh-huh, to draw that at five. Uh-huh. What was the prize? I don't know. I need to ask her. We'll find out. We'll find out what the prize was. And I'll maybe text her and be like, what did you yeah. win? How has your Easter weekend been? Yeah, it's actually been really nice. It's my favourite bank holiday, by the way. That's it. Than, mm-hmm, 100%. I love it. Why? Um, there's just something about the spring that I love although I've seen Lucy Watson oh my god right I mean I respect all dietary requirements vegans xyz lamb is my favorite meat and for her to tweet this morning how savage of the UK um with all the grieving mothers sheep mothers are in the fields without their lambs do you need to put do you need to tweet that today Oh my god! Not as, I, dinner first. as I say, picking bits of lamb out my teeth because I've what? actually had a lamb dinner tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, right, okay, Lucy, get the point. Oh my anyway. god! Shut up! Like, I know. <laughs> oh, sorry, I know. I'm like the least vegetarian vegan person in the world. Same. That I can't even be it for five minutes. 
I c- I don't do a single dinner without meat or fish. I'm so bad. Meat and two veg. And, yeah, don't do them either, don't. <laughs> I'm actually I'm vegan when it comes to the bedroom. <laughs> um, no, so Friday I took the kids to Glasgow on the train and I kind of thought this was going to happen. They'd be, well, Murray'd been going on about going on a train by Wesco Bride, which is two stops after Largs. Murray was like that. When we getting off? I was like, honestly, honey, we are here for an hour. Uh-huh. So I was trying to keep them like... You're, you're out the big city now, Dorothy. Yeah, yeah. And can I just say, so we're we're on the train and it was fine. Like I'd managed to keep them entertained to an extent like look out the window what do you see and you know for the first kind of 10 stops in the Ayrshire line it is sheep cows horses sheep cows horses all the way up and then um, we got to Stevenson which is where my dad's from and then um, it's it's rough it's, it's really fucking rough and um I said you know your granddad checks from here Murray and he looked out the window he's like I don't think I'd like to live in Stevenson <laughs> 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 no, no, no lambs, no horses there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Couple of junkies um, selling something in the, the tracks. Um, but no, we went to Glasgow, went for some lunch. We got onto Buchan- Buchanan Street, and we've obviously been back in Largs for eight months. And Murray has morphed into a country bumpkin. <laughs> we were on Buchanan Street. He's like, "Mummy, there's so many people here." Was it? Like, we used to live here. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, you've never seen this many people in Largs Main Street. You've obviously not done a Largs Live yet, Murray. But then by the time we got back to Largs and all the riffraff from Glasgow derived in Largs because it was a sunny Saturday, the prom was resembling Buchanan Street. I was just going to say, do you know what's so funny? Like, see, living in England, I say all the time, like, you don't realise, like, the colloquialisms that you would say, like, all the time I'm like, oh my God, it's like a whole street in here. Everyone's like, what? Where? Well, they're not that wet, they're like that. You what? And I'm like, yeah. Sucky Hall Street. Maybe <laughs> there. Never mind. I'm like, what? Fucking Blackpool's like the prom. Mm-hmm. Yawn. No, but it was good. It was good because obviously I was on the train so I could have a glass of wine with lunch. Great. And then yesterday we had some friends round, which was nice. In fact, Cammy, second shout out, Cammy. Don't yeah, talking about Cammy and Jillian on this podcast. I know. It's I know. Cammy and Jillian show here. I know. So Cammy said to me, <laughs> Can I see the studio? <laughs> of course you can, Cammy. He actually came upstairs to see the voucher mic <laughs> into the laptop. I don't know if he was expecting like a mirrored screen or I don't know. Are you like, I'm not Steve Jobs, Dollarino. I'm just two voucher mics and two laptops and two fucking yeah. idiots, and that's a podcast exactly. for you. Um, um, but that was about it, Doll. Yeah, went out today. All nice. All good. What about you? So, I mean, I've had a very quiet weekend, uh, Easter weekend, you know, NHS worker. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I was on nights all week. And classic. So my shifts were Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then somebody was sick. So I covered on Thursday. So I did an extra shift on Thursday night. Typical. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, dead as a dodo. Nothing mm-hmm. was happening. Slept actually quite a few hours on all my shifts, which were at dynamite. Mm-hmm. And of course, Thursday night, I'm like, right, here we go. More of the same. Get me through to the weekend. Chaos. Absolutely. Hall Street. Aye, exactly. It was mental. And 
millions of people in labour and it was just chaos, chaos from start to finish. And I was like, this is just typical. So finished, uh, woke up on Friday and, well, went to bed Friday morning and I'm always, I've honestly got these gra- plans of grandeur whenever I finish nights. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll sleep for two hours and then I'll get up, I'll go to the gym and then that'll be me. I'll be back on to daytime hours. Let me tell you, I woke up at five o'clock. Oh my God, Tom. <laughs> And I'll tell you now, I didn't go to the gym. You'll not be shocked. But it was gorge, gorge, gorge weather down here. So my next door neighbour, Hannah, messaged me and was like, do you want to go a walk? So I was like, just feeling a bit groggy and rotten. So I was like, yes. Yeah. So we went and we walked in the sunshine, came back, chilled. And was honestly, doll, this is how ridiculous I am. I was sleeping by 10 o'clock and slept right through the night. Oh my Love God. It. Love Perfect. it. So you know, and then Saturday was so boring. So I was meant to meet my friends for lunch, but we didn't end up going out and do you know do you ever get when your house you're just like this house is disgusting like if I cast my mind back to Cranworth Street but not now (laughs) oh yeah true actually though you probably don't think that um you'd need Kim and Aggie to come in you'd be that woman sitting with like all the boxes and bins around her like that hiya before (laughs) and like a channel (laughs) 4 documentary coming in before you'd be thinking I think I need to do something with this um so no, I just felt my house was rank and actually though, I spent all day scrubbing it, like scrubbing the floors, scrubbing the bathroom. My back was killing me. I was like, mm-hmm. Jesus, waved. So it shows how often I do it, never. And yeah, really dull. But then today, Logan and I went into town and went to a place called Fire. Well, first of all, we went to a place called Mackie Mayor. For anyone that's not never been to Manchester or has ever visited Manchester, would recommend so Mackie Mayor is like how to describe it it's it's really cool it's like a big kind of like your big feed big eat but like nicer and it's not stalls like they're they're always there and big food hall type thing really really nice and always busy always get a great atmosphere mm-hmm. um so we went there for a drink and then we went to a place called Firehouse which was next door um for a roast wowzer was it though mm. i don't i don't know about you right you, we've you know we've worked in hospitality mm. so I, and i've done this twice now and maybe the last two weeks and i start i'm like am i a karen and not a you i mean oh, a karen i hate that john can i just i hate that about my name i know sorry don't. i hate that I hate that that is now me as a personality, but anyway, I do complain, by the way. I know, oh, you are a Karen by uh-huh, name, by nature. Mm-hmm. So, the, now, I love my food, hyping hot doll. Like, I, like, and sorry doll, it was £25 for a roast at this place, right? Now, it was incredible. I put a picture on our Instagram. The Yorkshire puddings were actually the size of my head. I'm going to look at it right now whilst you're describing it, doll. Unreal. Um, I'll actually send you a picture. I'll I'll actually send you one right now. Okay. <laughs> Veronica's text me back. I said, Emma, what did you win at the art competition when I drew the pick? A place at Glasgow School of Art. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Emma said, I got nominated to be a member of the Health Society in P2. I remember I got pulled aside. Only I- Briggs. I know, and I had to promise I drew it. I am a true liar. <laughs> At the Catholic school, I will add. <laughs> I On Easter Sunday. Uh-huh. 
Don't like that thing that picture you've put up. Oh, I haven't put one up. I'm just telling you about it. Oh, I thought you said you put... Oh, you will Sorry. put one on I'm Instagram. I'm going to put one on our Instagram. Okay, okay, okay. I've okay, just okay. bought okay. you one now. Okay, looking now. Huge doll, huge. Look at that bit of lamb. Oh, my wowzer. Send it to Lucy Watson. <laughs> I'll be worth leaving a sheep childless. Oh, doll, that's so up my street. It was fabulous, doll. What did Luke have? Uh, he had the beef. Hmm. Not as strong a choice. And doll, can I just say the mint sauce was like sweet as well. Oh, it was incredible. Anyway, what's so the cheese thing, doll? Sorry, that's cauliflower and leek cheese. Ooh, I know it was it was amazing. It was amazing. But like I was saying, I think I'm a Karen these days. Mm-hmm. So basically, I got the dinner. Now, for those of you listening, right. I'm pitting this against a Veronica Savage Sunday dinner. Connect. And for those of you that don't know who Veronica Savage is, that's my gran, that's my mum's mum, Vera, the OG, the goat. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. no one else. And I will say that was gorgeous, that roast dinner, but it it you know, it doesn't it does not hold a candle to Vera. And I have been told by several people, and I think me and you discussed this, English yeah. roasts are meant to be better than Scottish. You've obviously not been to fucking ten. Because no. you don't know a roast till you've had a Vera's roast. Like, she's got hot plates. Like, my gran has a full hostess trolley, and I'm not yeah. joking. She's keeping the entrees hot. The plates, three types of totty. Three types of potato. The plates, honest to God, would burn through Teflon. They're so hot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. My gran must have actual calluses in her hands. I've never seen somebody be able to to hold the kind of heated kitchenware that my gran holds mm-hmm. and not be bothered. And her cauliflower cheese is just out of this world. And she cooks, like my gran would cook like three different meats. Like you were saying, she'd have a bit of lamb and the ghost of yeah. chicken and the ghost of bit of beef and the go. Every single one of them cooked perfection. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. So, And also, can I add in that the best bit about your grand's roast is that everyone sits in their arse. I've got this real vision of you all sitting in your arse. Hannah, do you lift a finger? No. And that is a serving <laughs> finger because shock, she'll be like, the plate's too hot. She doesn't put anything in the dishwasher. Correct. She's a lazy, lazy bastard. So her grand is, she's got calluses in her hands and calluses in her feet. She doesn't sit down. <laughs> well, she loves it, as we all say. She, loves it. she, she, loves she does it. love it. She loves it. No, my gran is one of those people that stands over your shoulder and she's like, uh, that nice. Is that nice? Enjoying that? Enjoying that? And also, she is she is the host to be all hosts. Sorry, mm-hmm. I feel we've really gone off a tangent here from this roast, but yeah, important. Like, mm-hmm. I will never be the kind of host my grand was. So my grand came from like a family of like seven, yeah, seven. There were seven of them, and they were all best friends, brothers and sisters, and them and their husbands and wife were all best friends. They spent every weekend together and. They kind of took it in terms like who would host everybody. Yeah. But my gran has got this ability, like, Karen, you would come to my grand's and you'd be like, oh, I love this specific wine, spirit, gin, yeah, whatever. See if she knew you were coming. That would be in the cupboard. See if she, she has got this ability to host people that no one I've ever met like she knows what everybody drinks what everybody likes she'll always be like so your gran is going to have a queue of people at her front door next Sunday the way you're banging on about this and you've told everyone her address 
Mm, also, if you enough. need a phone number to drop in what you want for your carry out, we'll get leave that at the end. <laughs> She's like dial a booze. <laughs> Honestly, though. Incredible. Like she's amazing. She and she, but she loves it as well. Like she loves hosting mm-hmm. people. She's such a good host. I yeah. think she loves it. Like, like we do, like she, it inflates her ego because everyone yeah. does not shut up about how incredible she is. And she's like, I, I mm-hmm. love this. So mm-hmm. anyway, so that's the kind of standard I'm holding this to, right? So mm-hmm. the the roast comes out and I'm like, wowzer, taking the pics like this looks incredible. That's been sat under a hot light lamp. It's not. It's not freshly hot. There's no steam. Like there's no heat coming off it. The plate is roasting. The food mm-hmm. is not roasting. How's Logs? So he was like, he doesn't have the same thing as I do, where I need to actually scald my mouth whenever I eat anything. Mm-hmm. But he, he was like, I could eat this, but he must have known it wasn't. I tried his, and I was like. Dull, yours is not getting heat in it either because he was like all oh, right okay we'll, we'll send mine back as well then and I was like I said we'll keep it if you want he was like, oh no no so he obviously didn't he just mm-hmm. wanted he's such, such a passive prick anyway isn't he so um <laughs> only joking and uh, we, we love you we love you love so <laughs> he anyway so then guy comes over and I was I'm really sorry I was like this is just not this isn't hot like it's mm-hmm. lukewarm and it's so embarrassing because they'll, that's all they serve they don't serve anything but roast dinners so everyone around you is eating a roast dinner and you mm-hmm. feel like I You're don't know, I a bit like oh my god nobody else is sitting there's back like it's just us so I send it back and I was just like oh god and Dol, so they brought out the cauliflower cheese which was piping hot like <gasps> tight hot but yeah. we also got some God, we're fat bastards. We also got some like honey glazed, like little kind of chipolatas. They mm. were not hot. They were nice. The honey, the honey mustard glaze on them was lovely. But I was too embarrassed. Even looks like you're not sending them back as well for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. So we kept a hold of them. Anyway, doll, I'm sorry, I don't regret it because then they brought us two fresh dinners out, probably with a bit of spit mixed in with the gravy. But hey ho, yeah. they were hey-ho. absolutely piping hot like roasting and see if I'm paying 25 pounds for that that's the least I would expect yeah and and they were beautiful like they were really really lovely that lamb quite literally melted off the bone like it was delicious and I would go back and it was really cool and I loved the vibe and the bar was really good I was just like no sorry I'm I'm not gonna sit here and eat lukewarm food no when I can be at 10 Murrayfield drinking my drink that I've that my grand knows that I like with three types of toddy. It's the best cauliflower cheese piping hot. The hostess trolley swinging on by me yeah. <laughs> with an array of sides, you know. Your personal waitress that is your gran. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Why do I need to lower my standards? That's all I'm saying. I, know. I don't think when so. you're paying for that. Exactly. 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 Be at 10 Murrayfield. <laughs> Vera pays for my dinner there. So <laughs> <laughs> in labour and in finances. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was the excitement of our Sunday. My other Sunday night activity I want to talk to the pods about now. We've oh mentioned God, what you're going to say here, Dol. We've mentioned already about the stadium tour that Karen mm-hmm. and I and our friend Jenny are doing this year to see none other than the Queen herself, Beyonce, mm-hmm. and Shania Twain. Mm-hmm. So I mean, doll, we do laugh. There was this TikTok, don't know if people have seen it, and it's like the problem with me is 
I've got a, I can try that attitude. Or what was that TikTok? What was it? Or it was like, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that attitude. I can do that. I have that about everything. Like, I just think I could do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, not about, I'm not talking about like I couldn't, you know, run like an ultramarathon too far or like climb it, mm-hmm. climb it every time. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like making something yeah. or like DIYing something. Yeah. Do you know, like everything for my wedding, I was like, I'm not paying for that on Etsy. I'll just make it myself yeah. type thing. Not interested. So, and here we are with our podcast as well. We can do that. Exactly. <laughs> this is how this was all born. <laughs> This is why we're Bo- sat here Bo- today. Joanna, mm, we can do that better. <laughs> Literally, though, I was listening to podcasts day after day, driving to my work, thinking mm. we're funnier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, we're such twats. Anyway, so I don't know if people, it, people that don't follow Beyonce or whatever, will be at WTF you talking about. But anyway, Beyonce and her. This is when people will be turning off the pod, but whatever. Yeah. Beyonce and her... wasn't at the six minutes dissection of the roast dinner. They're still tuned in, and now they're turning it off. (laughs) (laughs) Right, it's a very diverse podcast. (laughs) We're from roast dinners to Beyonce. What more could you want? So nice glass, though. So it's lemonata. Well, it was. Sorry, but it's done nothing but made me burp this whole podcast. So sorry if you've heard that. Anyway, back back to the delicious. They're not new sound effects. So this girl, based in Beyonce's promo poster, she's wearing an entirely like disco ball, disco bald cowboy hat. Sorry, that was quite difficult for me to say there. A disco ball cowboy hat. So, and it was actually amazing. So it was a girl on Etsy. Obviously not. I mean, people are at Beyonce bought that from that. Beyonce's not been shopping on Etsy trips. Like, <laughs> somebody for her team has obviously saw this on Etsy, thought that is incredible, goes with the vibes. Let's get that. Now, that, I'm sure this girl is English or something, and she's just like an Etsy shop, bought it, and then literally when that poster came out and people realised, like, where it had been bought from, etc., this girl sold out within minutes. Like thousands of orders and I saw it on TikTok and I thought I can make that I don't need to buy it off Etsy for 60 quid I'll just make mm-hmm. it myself mm-hmm. so we've actually got a new um, team member who's now we're now mm-hmm. doing our podcasts so our digital marketing deal. manager if you will Troops we'll talk about that soon so this is me starting and by the way can I say I do not know how that bird is punting thousands of these because that one rim has taken me <laughs> about an hour and a half For fuck's sake i'm bored already are you I'm gonna have that done by may 20th though may oh may 2030 i'm looking at here though i mean if nothing else a wee rim looks good no that's no don't said. i think you need to go what did you say there did you say something vulgar i said that's what she said a wee rim looks good no anyway carry on <laughs> No, doll. I think you need to do the full thing. The full shebang. Mm-hmm. Get your grand's calluses to good use and get her sticking the mirrors on that. I know, doll. You're right. She has actually just laid up at home at the moment, post op. Mm-hmm. So maybe I should get mm-hmm. her in about it. So I won't lie. This I may have bitten off more than I can chew here, but I will see it through. Whether it be this May or next May, 
I'll be Beyonce's daughter will be touring by the time I'm finished this fucking hat. But anyway. No, doll, if you don't get it done for me, go aim for September. Yeah, no, doll, I'll be getting it done. I want it for Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I just have realised I'm going to have to sit every night after work while I'm watching TV and just do it. Oh, my God. Speaking of, off, not off topic, I meant to tell you, Race Around the World started again. Are you watching it? I've not yet, but we know we've got it in the diary to watch. We made a point last night, so Josh and I started watching it last night. This is much easier because they all speak English in Canada. That is true, though. That is true. So for anyone that doesn't know, it's such a good programme. Mm-hmm. Me and my family get really into it in lockdown. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when you had no life. So you were vicariously living through other people on TV. Mm-hmm. That were on holiday. Yeah. <laughs> and we were watching it. And, you know, so basically, it premise is it's teams of people. But I think what's interesting about it, Karen, and slightly different from other shows, the the teams are of two people but it's like mm-hmm. the dynamics are odd so it's like can be like brother and sister boyfriend girlfriend mum and daughter mother and son or like husband friends. and wife friends yeah like it's anybody really and there is that real mix of ages races yeah. like dynamic relationship yeah. so it is really good and basically the point is like Karen said so this episode's based in Canada but the one's previously really South America so you're trying to race from point A to point B it's usually from one end of the country to the other yeah you can use any means of transport apart from flying yeah they get like a budget don't they at yeah. the start two and, and a half grand this year oh is it that's quite I mean not to get for one side of Canada but so I basically the um and I think obviously the producers like they set up jobs for them to do to get more money or they can choose to spend their money on experiences, which are also set up for them. Yeah. And basically, it's a race. But loads of them drop out of it because it's so stressful. Oh. And they've, sorry, I think it's every 48 hours they have to make it to the next point, isn't it? Yeah. So it's not just like, oh, just get here whenever you can. Like, yeah. there is a time pressure on it yeah. throughout the yeah. whole thing. It's so funny. So that I've no, I'm not sure. In fact, I think there's maybe two brothers that are doing this. Um, in this season but a lot of people that are on it within their their couplet are like trying to mend trauma ridden relationships yes. so remember the brother and sister from last year the blondies yep i mean why in god's green earth would you think i despise you like i fundamentally despise you but actually we're related let's go and try this really stressful thing on a time limit on tv I think they must because obviously deep down they don't despise each other and they're obviously yeah. just like desperate to save or whatever relationship they've got. Or it's like people that are in relatively new relationships and you're thinking, yeah. why would you put yourself through that? I know. And I remember watching one of the seasons thinking, Josh and I could do this. Like we could nail this. We could not. We could not. Logan he would have me in the ocean. You, Josh would be good purely because Josh he is. Be excellent. But yeah, he, not his me. job. His job is navigating. Like that mm-hmm. is his job. Mm-hmm. He would be excellent at it. You mm-hmm. would Terrible. be. You'd be like that. Let's spend all the money in the experiences, honey. We're only here once. Uh huh. <laughs> so we were watching it last night, and um, I don't want to ruin it for you, but basically, somebody got a taxi, like not not a hitchhike, a taxi, and I actually felt Josh tense up beside me. He's like, ah, <gasps> "What are they doing?" <laughs> <laughs> like, stay one, 
why are they jumping in a taxi? You know, you do get into it. I know. And then you start picking, it's like any of these brothers, you start picking your favourites and you want them to do well. But yeah, Logue's convinced, we, he's still convinced we've not watched this new season yet, though, mm-hmm. that we do well at it. I, I'm, I'm not so sure, though. No, he is no. so good with his directions and he is like, you could not sleep in a tent. Or you could, oh not, you could not sleep in a tent. So, no. You're right, actually. But mm-hmm. I'm bowing mm-hmm. out already. Christ, I've not even signed up and I've bowed out. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I'd get the two and a half grand and think, I'll put myself into a really nice hotel for three nights and actually then that'll be my end of my race. Thanks, Trips. Taxis to and from. We could not get from Larks to Milport without bickering about something. I know, that's Zero. true. Actually. I don't, mm-hmm. know, you're right. So that's what I'm going to be watching Race Around the World, sticking fucking disco sheets onto this hat my god probably want to hang myself with a disco ball by the end of it but anyway mm-hmm. uh, so honestly trips i'll keep you updated whether this actually i put i managed to pull this off or not i just i, I i'm not sure I, i'm actually losing faith in myself and i've done one singular room. round of it one room one <laughs> one room only <laughs> So another update for the listeners, Cammy and Gillian. Gillian? Mm-hmm. Cammy and Gillian, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm slandering her now. <laughs> so we have brought a new member on board. Oh my God, the team's expanding already. I don't know if you've seen an advert on, advert on S1 Jobs trips. We'd quite a lot of applicants. <laughs> no, we actually didn't. We'd Mark Craig, our friend, meshes with at girls. This is what I do for a living. Do you want a hand? Really? Uh, yes, come on. Made a WhatsApp. Here we are. We're now a we're now a trio in business. Oh my god! I know. God love me. Was actually brilliant. He was like, he was. Yes. Yeah. He was like, I can really help. What like I feel like I can you know be of an aid to the Dollarinos, and we were like, fuck's sake, how in so many more ways than one. Yeah. So Onis came, and he's now hilariously. So we do actually video call these uh, recordings. So there is actually a lot of video footage, but we've not really in the studio. Yeah, in the studio. Mm-hmm. And we've not really been doing anything with them because, well, number one, we look like a pair of munters whenever we record. Yeah. Like, most of the time. I mean, I've worn this same dressing gown every single time we've recorded, so that's becoming a permanent feature of this fucking podcast. <laughs> it was the third member before Mark. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have, you will all notice, I have actually got a bit of makeup on today. So that's a start. I don't, mine's off. Mm-hmm, that's a start. Right. But so I'm dressed, I'm usually, no, I'm not usually naked, but I've usually got jammies on. I do have jammy bottoms on. You can put these in. So I think but you need to tell everyone about your jammy thing, because it is so weird. And I just want to know if anyone else in the world's like you. And I, please, MD that listens to this, please tell us if you're the same or yeah. not. So I wear my jammies inside out every single night. Inside night, inside out, always, always inside out back to front most of the time I just don't understand why you would want to sleep with seams like why would you why would you not choose the flush side of the fabric to be against your skin it it blows my mind that people don't do this like obviously I don't wear my clothes inside out on a daily basis but I'm in bed there's nobody else there well Josh is there part time I don't have anybody else after that but you know like that job, that job advert's coming up next one, job soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, yeah, why why would you choose to sleep with seams? 
That's the question know. I want to know. What is it that bothers you though? What is it? I don't know. Sometimes I think I need a diagnosis because is it like a is it like a phobia? Not a phobia. It's a sensory thing. It's a sensory thing. Uh huh. So do you get it with your clothes as well? It's just jammies you choose to do this with. Well, I could, that's what I mean. I couldn't go out and about dressing my clothes <laughs> inside out. I know it's a hipster in shawls for a while, but they didn't do that. To be fair, I'm not sure you'd stick out that much in large. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there she is. The bird that wears her clothes inside it. There she is. Um, so, if you could, though, would you? Would that be your preferable way to wear clothes? Yes. Freak. You're a freak. It's not, though. It's not right. Well, think logically. Do Never once in my life. Teams? No. Think it's you, though. Think Maybe you're I wear cheap polyester clothes or something. I don't know. <laughs> you need to stop um, buying for Shein. I know. But, you know, by and large, my pyjamas are from Marks and Spencers. You know, Dull, I'm 100% actually wearing, I know, I'm wearing your ham and your fucking jammy trousers. I'm actually wearing mm-hmm. my M&S jammy trousers that you bought me right now. Love them. They have seen the test of time, though. When did ten you have ten. your bowel obstruction? Four years ago. So that was four years ago. That's not that long for a pair of jammies, is it? I mean, doll fuck's sake, I only threw out a pair of me to you pants last year. I mean, I had them for about 16 years. Still got sense of thongs. No. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. I've got yeah. a pair of thongs. I've got a thong that's still got a frill edge to it. I mean, what the fuck? But What's in, that frill edge thong? It's like a cotton. It's like a cotton thong with like a wee frill, wee frill border. I mean, it's. I think I genuinely do remember wearing it in high school. It needs to go in the bin. Yeah, definitely. It needs to go in the bin. I mean, even just from hygiene purposes, though. I know I'm terrible for that. Like my underwear leaves a lot to be desired. Like I am a briefs gal at heart. I love it. Same. Like I, and for anyone that's had a baby, on the even on like the NHS pack your bag. There's like bring large briefs. So I bought That's me black. just NHS going to work, not NHS yeah. to my baby. <laughs> and a lot of people say like bring black and sorry TMI, it's like you'll be bleeding after and all this sort of thing. So hey, I've got ginormous pants that I bought when I had Murray so four the years ago. The dream. The dream. I still wear them to these this day. Josh, uh, why do you still wear these postpartum pants? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not a fucking size 18. Like, why do you wear them? They're the best. I wear them inside out as well, by the way. <laughs> so, oh, freak. <laughs> what the fuck? I, yeah, though, I've got a pair that are honestly up to my tits and they're the comfiest ever. Yeah. I love them. I, I'm actually so sad. I don't know why to just buy more, but I've only actually got one pair like that that are huge. I find them so comfortable and I find myself saving them for like specific instances that I want to be extra comfy. And I think, oh my God, though. Do you, think, do you think if you were to go back to the drawing board with men, mm. you would actually reevaluate? Because no. my bad choices are so bad. Would you reevaluate the underwear drawer? I, honestly, doll, I would need to. They are flesh-coloured granny pants. Which shows Cold. how easy Logue was if you were still wearing fucking pants from S3 when you pulled them down. <laughs> uh, Brill, I love the, I love the frills. <laughs> love if it. You had uh-huh. one of those bears in my bed when I was seven. <laughs> 
<laughs> who you look. <laughs> Probably look the wee Jesse. <laughs> oh, God. oh my God, no, my pant drawer. Why? I, I'm really exposing myself here. But I, I've yet to be ripped, so I will allow myself to be ripped for this. But, mm-hmm. oh, my pants are horrendous. Yeah, they are embarrassing. I do get slide for it all the time. Like, till you've seen them, they're not. I mean, you're lucky. I've only, I've not long culled a good few pairs that had holes in them. Like, you would honestly think I'm some wee popper. Like, I'm wearing, you know, I'm. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Holes in the <laughs> moths in your house. Rolling, <laughs> <laughs> Hannah. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, some of them are really look like they've been through a shredder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know what I was up to. Like, you know, doll, that's the thing. Do you know what I think it is for me? I don't think underwear's ever been something that I think I'd love nice underwear. Like, I buy my shoes, like, doll, you know me, I'm a shopaholic. My wardrobe is bursting. bursting. Oh, I mean, that's it. I'm cutting about with a two grand YSL bag, but I've got holes in my pants. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, what's going on there? I'm like some fashion experiment gone wrong. So, yeah. I don't know why. I just don't ever let like my bras. Oh, Jesus wept. Let's not even go into my bras. I mean, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm going to admit this. I don't think a single strapless bra that's in my drawer upstairs is my own. I think they're my mum's. <laughs> no, they're not, Hannah. No, honestly, don't. I'm not oh sure. God. Did your mum ever have the obsession that like my mum always used to say to me? And I'm like I've I'm very short, like I'm five foot two, but I have got huge boobs for my height. Mum's always that need to go and get yourself measured. Need to take yourself <laughs> to Max and Spencer's and get yourself measured. No, because my mum was wearing a thirty eight B for the majority of my life, and I said to her, I was like, Mum, I do not think that's the size of your boobs, hen. I was like, I think you're at least a D. My mum's yeah. got the best pair of boobs you've ever seen in your oh, life, by the way. Unbelievable. unbelievable. We all saw them when she was hanging off that boat. Your mum's door at this street as well as your grandson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll not give it her address. And, uh, yeah, no, she was a riot. So I had to be like, mum, you need to go and get yourself measured. And, oh, lo and behold, she was like a 32D or something like that. I was like, oh, shock horror, mother. I mean, no doubt. That is so embarrassing. I'm actually going to have to go and have a look at my bras now. Logue has, God love him, tried to to you know do something about it like he did go through this phase of like buying me nice underwear sets and stuff like that but don't do not just think they're always the most uncomfortable pants yes and actually so a recipe for thrush and i'm just saying that now okay (laughs) (laughs) so is your moth written fucking thrilly frog dog stall (laughs) that's not a recipe for thrush um (laughs) um no, at Christmas just passed, Josh and I weren't spending a lot of money on each other. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to admit this now. And because uh, we were just getting married in February, like a couple months after, we had a budget, I think it was like 50 quid or like 60 quid or something. Uh-huh. And I said to him, I said, what do you want for, what do you want from your budget? What What do you want from the budget, the Christmas budget? He's like, honey. And for everyone that knows, he knows, everyone knows that we call each other honey. Honey. <laughs> Why don't you just use the money that you were going to spend on me and replenish the underwear drawer? (laughs) (laughs) Cheeky, 
as a no. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like, the postpartum pants are staying. Yeah, the postpartum pants are here to stay. Oh, I know. I, maybe this is really spurring me on to go for a trip to Lucenza. It doesn't even exist. What no, is it now? It doesn't exist, though. Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know where you would go for pants. It's in the same graveyard as Tammy Girl. Sad. Yeah. Um... Martin's no, no, I, I, you're in the, this is the wrong, this is the wrong podcast for underwear <laughs> recommendations. <laughs> people do say, like, the Primark underwear sets, I say people, Molly McFarlane, because I watch her, but I mean, she mm-hmm. looks like a Victoria's Secret model, so any underwear is going to look amazing on her. That's what I think my other issue is, I don't think I feel, I'm, like, I can, clothes can make me feel amazing or make you feel really good about yourself. I've never stood in an underwear set and thought this I feel amazing in this I think they make you feel quite insecure unless you're really secure in your body I think they often pinch you in unflattening areas well I mean that's not surprising you've always got pubes coming out the the moth holes in the front of your (laughs) the front of your stall I was going to say (laughs) when I'm poking out six holes at this (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't really get uh-huh. I don't really get that vibe. Your holes, your holy pants, and your mum's strapless bra like that. Mm, a vibe. I'm probably wearing that inside out. <laughs> yeah, and I wonder why I don't feel good for myself in it. See, <laughs> honestly. Oh my god. The thing is, as well, like, see when you're wearing, like, if you're at a wedding or whatever. Generally, I'm in Spanx though. Oh my god, I don't go anywhere without a pair of Spanx these days. No, I just an essential. And I would invest oh money in Spanx. I wouldn't really oh, invest money in pants. Girls, listen up. The best money you'll ever spend. I bought a pair. It was for my hen, I think it was this time last year. A little bit panicked in John Lewis in the Trafford Centre. There was a singular pair of Spanx, like by the brand Spanx. Um, and they were 30 quid, I think. And I remember thinking, God, that's quite expensive. But... I was like, no, just get them. Best money I've ever spent. Yeah. Best money I've ever spent. And actually, can I make you laugh on this exact note? Gutted. I put my finger through them when I was on holiday and there is now a hole in them. I am going to replace them, I promise. But I've just not done it yet. But I am going to. (laughs) Oh my God, too funny. I could have cried. They are, I'm like surgically attached to them now. They make you feel yeah. amazing. I've and I've went through my fair share of spanks that actually make you feel worse because they pinch in at all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. I think these are called the power, the power spanks. I'm sure they're called because I when I looked them up to buy a new pair when I was fucking stuck my finger through them, um, when I was fighting with them to get them back up. I uh, think some spanks are can be like a toothpaste tube and you squeeze it and you're coming out of other ends anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, these are not. These are honestly the best pair of underwear I've ever worn in my life. I, like, they just hold you, and I wore them on my wedding day. I wear them whenever I go to, like, an event, and I want, like, a dress. I just... And it's not even always about sucking me in. Like, that's nice. Like, that is a nice side effect. But actually, quite often, so they're short, so they go, like, kind of up above, just under my kind of boobs, and they're, like, shorts. So, like, they're great for not having any underwear lines. Mm-hmm. So, great for that. Um, so, yeah, would 10 out of 10 recommend them. So, moving on from holy knickers and wearing your moz bra, mm-hmm. let's wrap this up. This has been a great wee episode. This has been a good yeah. catch up. Yeah, we were initially been. thinking to go down the theme route that we had previously, but you know, 
we've got a few themes in mind and we don't want to, you know, we don't want all our ideas gone in season one trips. I know. We're here for a few seasons. <laughs> we're here to stay. Like our pants. I know. <laughs> we'll be here till there's holes in us. So as we said last week, we have now started our small business shout-outs. Yeah. And this week's small business shout-out is to the amazing Secret Beauty Club, which is run and owned by the amazing Megan and Ashley. So this is a, you know, it is a beauty club. They do makeup, nails, brows, lashes, hair, permanent makeup. They're amazing. They do, they yeah, do it they all. Are. They are. And uh, Megan did both of our makeups for our wedding and like oh. she's just the best. I don't she's actually want to promote. Pardon? She has the goat. She has I don't the want goat. to promote her too much because she's hard enough to get an appointment with. But I would recommend her. Like she is she's incredible. She made me and you, obviously, Hannah, like just feel the best you've ever felt with makeup. So, and- speaking of my wee cousin Emma, the one you know that's now at Glasgow New Art School. Yeah. She is who, you know, got me on to Megan. Like my little cousin used Megan for years and she used to be based in a salon that I'd been to previously so I kind of knew over and then I think what did I first book her for doll was it was it my hen no it couldn't have been must no have been you something had something before. before it must have been a wedding or something before that anyway you uh-huh. then went I had her booked in for something and I was just like oh my god her makeup like this makeup's just incredible and no, that's what it was. I needed, so with my 7,000 bridesmaids and everyone that was getting ready in the morning of my wedding, I needed a second makeup artist and Emma said I would suggest Megan. So I booked Megan to do bridesmaids and stuff like that and, you know, just be a second makeup artist day of my wedding. But like I was saying there, I got she ended up doing my makeup for a couple of bits and I just was like, this is the best my makeup's ever yeah. been. Like Karen said, like just next level. She then did my hen makeup with a trial, like, just she just does makeup like no one I've ever seen. I just think yeah. it is incredible. And Ashley, they're just she does nails, she is the head honcho of all things acrylics, biabs, beauty like her nails are stunning. I wish I didn't work the job I'd do to and I could actually get my nails yeah, done regularly. Or I'd be in there every single week or every time I'm in Glasgow, because I'm usually there getting my hair my makeup done with Megan. Um yeah, it they're just they're, they're the loveliest girls as well. Like you go in and you're just having a laugh for the minute yeah. you go in. Yeah, aren't really you? They really recommend them. Yeah, they're just so hilarious. They've, they've got their Instagram and then they've obviously got their own personal pages. So definitely check them out. And we're de- delighted to have them as our second small business shout out. Yeah, but don't use them too much because me and Chris don't want to use them. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So on that note, guys, I think we will leave the pod here. Thank you for catching up with us. Yeah. Um, we're thinking about, you know, giving you all what you've been requesting as of next week, which is the wedding series where we talk all things through from our engagements to hens to planning hens to pre wedding mornings. Yeah, wedding mornings, pre and post wedding events, you know, yeah. the whole shebang. There is many a story, many a bit of advice we could give. And yeah, we're really excited to start that start those episodes and get deep diving into some serious wedding shit because there's a lot 
of stuff. There's a lot to there's a lot to say. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Again, thank you so much for liking, following, sharing. We're just loving it and so appreciate the support. Hope you've all had an amazing Easter and we'll catch up in the next one. See you later, Dollarino. Bye doll. Bye. Wanna hear you go?